You're listening to the evening sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for much grace is coming to us. 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 I prophesy. Much grace is coming to us. Much peace is coming to us. Much grace is coming to us. Say it with me. Much grace is coming to me. I'm increasing in grace. I'm increasing in strength. I'm increasing in might. I'm increasing in grace. I'm increasing in might. I'm increasing in peace. I'm increasing in peace. I'm increasing in peace. Much peace is coming to me. Much peace is coming to me. I'm growing in grace. I'm growing in peace. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. Verse 11, we're still looking at the wiles of the devil. And I did say yesterday that whatever Satan does is a lie. Jesus said something concerning Satan. And I want you to write this on your heart very clearly. As I'm speaking these words, the presence of God is here with me. And I I pray that that presence, you receive it right now, is an anointing of the Spirit over his word. I want you to write this on your heart. Satan is a liar. The devil is a liar. Everything he does is a lie. And when Jesus, when Jesus spoke concerning him, he said, the devil is a liar and he is the father of lies. Now that word means that Satan fathers lies. He manufactures lies. Okay? So he can manufacture situations. He can manufacture circumstances. He can manufacture conditions. But Jesus said that anything he does is a lie. Jesus also said that he is a thief. That he comes in through the window. So he is a thief. Hallelujah. And Jesus concerning himself, Jesus spoke concerning himself. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. I am the true owner of a house. And I come in through the door. I don't break in through your window. I don't force myself into your life. I have to wreck it. The one that comes in through the window comes in to wreck it. But there is one that stands at the door of our hearts. To knock. When we open the door, he will come in. Hallelujah. And dine with us. Praise God. So God wants this clearly written upon our hearts. He wants us to understand the nature, the character of our adversary. Now it is his nature and his character that you need to understand to withstand him and overcome his power and ability because for you as a believer as a child of God as one that has received Jesus as your savior and now learning to have him as your Lord praise God for such a one Satan's strength is gone 
Satan's power is gone. Don't forget, we have been delivered from the power of darkness. Every power of darkness will have been delivered from it. That's in Colossians chapter 1, I think verse 13 or 14. Praise God, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet. That made us meet is qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who has delivered us, hallelujah, from the power of darkness. So for you, a believer, that power of Satan is not in existence for you. For the rest of the world, it is. Why? They have not rejected him. As long as you have not rejected Satan to receive Jesus and to receive the sacrifice of Jesus, Satan's power and his authority will be wielded over you. It will be exacted over you. You will come under it. Hallelujah. And if you're an ignorant believer, then his wiles, his trickery, his deception will bring you under that power also. Because the realm of the spirit is ruled by knowledge and authority. Knowledge and authority rules the realm of the spirit. Praise God. The realm of the spirit is not ruled by physical power. You know, go to the gym and build my muscles. Mighty ego kind of power. Restless kind of power. Or caterpillars and bulldozers kind of power. No. The realm of the spirit, the power, the powers in the realm of the spirit is sustained by knowledge and authority. Now, it is knowledge that gives access to authority or ignorance. Ignorance has a key, a role to play, not all, and ignorance. So when I'm ignorant of what Jesus did for me, I'm ignorant of my benefits in the kingdom and my inheritances in the kingdom, the thief can come in and steal them from me. I'm ignorant of what Jesus did to my body, the thief can put something on my body and I will not be able to resist him. I will not be able to say, no, you can't do that to me. No, 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 no. You cannot do that to me. No, 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 no. You have absolutely no right to do that to me. You do not. Why? He himself bore my sins on his own body, on the tree. That I, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes I was healed. Why? He bore my sicknesses. He bore our sorrows. He carried our griefs. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. With his stripes I was healed. For he comes with rejection. You have, you feel rejected. You don't think you're good enough. A very beautiful girl I was talking to yesterday told me she didn't think she was beautiful. Meanwhile, even naturally, even factually, it's a very beautiful girl. Why is she buying into a lie? Those are wiles of the devil because of the things that she has suffered emotionally. And so now Satan is lying to her. You're not, you're not good enough. You don't look good enough. And that's a lie. But the word of God tells her that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I chose you from your mother's womb. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. You are the apple of my eyes. 
You are glorious. Glorious things are spoken of you. Oh, city of God. Hallelujah. Put on your garments, oh Zion. Put on your beautiful garments. Do you know, child of God, children of Zion have a smell. Not the, the Gucci perfumes we spray. There's a smell of cinnamon, of aloes that come from the presence of God when we make ourselves abide as in his presence. Hallelujah. We carry it. So you tell Satan who you are. I remember there was a time the enemy wanted to afflict me with some funny stuff. And I, there were movements on my forehead many years ago. Movement on my forehead. I just looked at those movements. My head, my forehead would be twitching and twitching and twitching and twitching forcefully. And I'm like, ah, ah, what is this? I just went to the word of God. I said, this is a lie. I said, upon this forehead, God has written, God has put his name upon my forehead. Upon my forehead. God has inscribed his name on my forehead. That was all I kept saying. God has inscribed his name on my forehead. Thank you, Father. You have written your name upon my forehead. You have written your name upon my forehead. Do you see how we conquer him? I can't remember the day he stopped. I honestly cannot remember the day he stopped. I just realized that one day, oh, wait a minute. It's gone and it's been gone. 20 years or so now and it's gone forever. It's never going to come back. Why? It will never come back. It has no power. It has no right to come back. Affliction shall not arise a second time. Hallelujah. Whatever the Lord does is perfect. He whom the Lord has set free is free indeed. So you see, this is how we gain strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind that we may be able to what? Withstand the trickery, the wiles of the devil. Don't forget, child of God, when he's acting, throwing thoughts at you, pricking your body, what he wants to see is your reaction. What he wants to see is what you know and what you don't know. Hallelujah. So, get ready. Not just the book of Ephesians alone. Get ready and begin to feed ferociously with God's word. Now you've listened through the book of Ephesians. It will be so easy for you to understand Colossians and Philippians. And and First Peter and Second Peter and Romans and all of the other scriptures. And when you are fed thoroughly in the New Testament and read them over and over again, you begin to peep into the Old Testament. Okay, make the book of Deuteronomy your friend. Make the book of Deuteronomy your friend. It is loaded with the covenant of promise, the covenant, the promises that God made to the seed of Abraham. It was the covenant God made with Abraham that he used to sustain Israel in the Old Testament. Sustain them in their journey through the wilderness. Sustain, sustain them in the promised land until they defiled the land and judgment came upon them. But as long as they were in obedience, the power of those covenants was so strong. Come on. So strong. Hallelujah. Now go read the book of Deuteronomy. Acquaint yourself there with the of God, the things God did for Israel. 
he will do the same for you. Why? If you are Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. God bless you. The message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kebadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kebadula.org. God bless you.